Welcome to the Food is Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph. So this week we are talking about counting calories, um, which I'm pretty sure is a very hot topic mm. in the nutrition industry. Now talk to me, Steph. So counting calories. I feel like one, someone wants to lose weight, an individual, and they get told they need to count calories, they switch off. They don't want to know. Counting calories has a bad demeanor around it i think because bit of a bad rep bit of a bad rep because it's hard work it's boring you've got to be on your phone you've got to think about things more so people get turned away i think from counting calories mm-hmm. quite easily but that's not my view on counting calories it's almost like the unsexy side of <gasps> weight loss it really is when in actual fact it's the sexiest thing you'll probably do yeah because it's going to make you successful well um yeah, no, 100%. And I think, like you just said, it's really interesting. You say, like, a lot of negative is that you have to go, like, jot stuff down on your phone. Can you imagine, like, 10, 15 years ago, before these apps were along, how much more difficult it used to be to track calories and writing things down? I actually remember my mum writing stuff down on a little notepad. Yeah. <laughs> Madness. Yeah, and you that's the other argument, To the other side of the argument is that people before apps, before you could count calories, like as easily as we can now mm-hmm. still manage to lose weight and do it without and it's the whole intuitive eating side of the argument which like, I don't disagree with I'm no. not saying you have to count calories to lose weight but it's so simple once you actually know how the apps work like you you literally can put a banana into the app whatever app you're using yeah. and it will tell you look this banana's, banana's 100 calories it has 20 grams of protein, whatever it is, and boom, it's counting everything for you. Yeah. You need a calorie deficit to lose weight. You need to do that consistently to lose weight. What better way than basically someone doing it for you? Oh, absolutely. So once you know how the app works, it's going to take five, six minutes a day to put all your food into the app. It will track it for you. It will calculate all your calories. You can then look at the graphs in the app where it will show you the average calories over the week because we mm-hmm. like to rather yeah. than just a day and it, it literally does all that for you ultimately you can't manage what you don't measure in my opinion yeah absolutely i guess um i'm just going to try and get one word in this <laughs> podcast um, you can tell the ones i'm passionate <laughs> about can't you? Yeah. so off air we were talking um obviously sort of i had like a we have a pre prep talk um we we're just talking about uh, calorie counting and the importance but a point that steph made which I'm going to make trigger you onto another little <laughs> rant is um, the importance of just going through that initial stage of calorie counting is almost like um, a badge of honor. And then after a while you, you become quite aware of calories. You can visualize it in the app. You know how many calories almost by sight is what you're eating. And it's just a good way to like almost like ground you a little bit. Yes. And you said it's a great way to then you use the word intuitive eating. Hmm. Tell me more stuff. Yeah, and this is subconsciously how I train my lean beans. Mm -hmm. So you start the lean bean course. I'll teach you how to use the app, how many calories you need. We'll go through all the equation, et cetera, et cetera. But then as the eight weeks go on, so the course is eight weeks long, I will teach you over time that eyeballing your plate is where you want to be long term. So education and accountability comes with the app. 
when you initially start, if you've never tracked calories before, how do you know how much is on your plate? Absolutely. And um, that goes for anyone. That goes for me before I even started this whole journey. And But then the reality is you don't want to be tracking calories for the rest of your life because there's no need. Goodness, no. Um, any professional, fitness professional that's tracked calories, I'm sure, yeah, Jambo's over here waving at me, I'm sure doesn't track calories after X amount of years because you roughly know what you're eating in a day. Yeah, and well, I guess on on that note is, so look, at the moment, I think both of us have gone through a bit of a calorie deficit just before Christmas. Um, sometimes it's good to like almost like get regrounded of what everything is. Uh, I mean, I eat porridge n- nearly every breakfast. So do I. We're just so in sync. And the thing is, my porridge, I've been eyeballing it now for two, three years. My portion size is getting a little bit yeah. bigger each time. And then I just went back to, I think I have 60 grams of oats, roughly. And um, <laughs> I've gone back to it. And then it just it, it's just like a refresh. So although I don't count calories per se, um, or like don't measure my food out and don't weigh it all the time, it's just a good way to get me back grounded so I can go, ah, okay, this is actually what I've, I've gone off the, the path a little bit. This is where I should be. Um, and then it helps you to re, re-intuitively eat again. Mm. Yeah, and I think the buzzword around intuitive eating gets also a bad reputation because it's like, oh, it's such like a airy fairy word. When mm. intuit, basically, intuitively eating is just eating like a normal person yeah. without having to think about it. It's yeah. not anything good, bad, or ugly. Um, but I think you're right. And one thing that comes out of a lot of like lean beans that I work with is they're like, oh my god, the snacks that they eat. And they see, they recognise that's actually where the calories add up. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, I've just had, I don't know, half a bottle of wine, for example, or Deez. a bottle. It depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> um, and they're like, Jesus, Lord mm-hmm. Almighty, that is where all my calories are coming from. And generally, it's not that you're eating massive portion sizes, and like you say, obviously things add up, but it comes down to knowing where you're going wrong and how do you know that unless you're tracking. And I think uh, as well with with things like snacks and say like wine, and it might it's not even necessarily the one day that it really, you, you go over your calories by a lot because you snacked once. It's like the small amount and it kind of like, you're almost like you're wandering down a path and all of a sudden you come off the path slightly and before you know it, you've lost the path and <laughs> you know you've had like, I don't know, four bottles of wine in a week, depending on you know, yeah. how stressful life is. But, um, yeah, so it's just a good way of, like, occasionally, even, so the, actually yesterday, I'm going to confess a sin here. <laughs> so yesterday I went out for, I knew I was going out for a couple of beers in the evening with pizza and wings, right? Um, and so it was yesterday, I, I was really aware of my breakfast and my lunch, just how much I ate, and I was going to eat a little bit less than I usually do. So usually I, I eyeball 60 gram of oats. Um, so because I was going out I actually had like 40 grams of oats and my mm. rice had a little bit less of rice chicken broccoli and rice at lunch <laughs> so um, you know it's just a great way not necessarily having to do it every day religiously but using it as a tool and it's a great tool to use to on those days if you are going out with the lads the girls or you're going out for a meal with a loved one it's just a great way of just using it for a day 100% and it's but you you can't get to this stage without tracking. No. I personally don't think. No, a hundred percent. And I think um, it's something that it doesn't matter how experienced you are. At some point, even if you're a fitness professional who's been tracking 
and have been eyeballing and intuitively eating for a long time. But if there's a time when you need to step it up, you always revert back to it. Yeah. And it's just like a little refresh. You're never going to go, well, I exactly know, I've always eaten 70 grams of oats, but I exactly know how much 35 grams of oats is. Mm. You, you have to... Another thing that I'm a big fan of tracking calories for too is because it allows you a little bit more flexibility. So like you're talking about, let, let's just say you want a Mars bar one day. Um, you know a Mars bar is 200 calories. You only know that because you've actually put it into the app, which then means you can look at the rest of your day and then compensate or reduce yeah. whatever you want, a bit of chicken, broccoli or rice, mm-hmm. um, somewhere in your lunch or your dinner or whatever, so that you can have that Mars bar, therefore stay within your calorie deficit. Yeah. It just allows that bit of extra flexibility, which we need flexibility in our lives, not only for our soul, but it helps us to stay on track for longer because you're enjoying your journey. Yeah, yeah. And it's like yesterday, um, obviously I knew I was going to go out and enjoy myself. Um, so, yeah, I just, it was a great day for me just to reduce everything else. I knew that I was probably going to do about 2,000 calories in the evening. So I just made sure I had a smaller lunch and breakfast. Um, and that allowed me to enjoy that a bit guilt-free. I woke up this morning, just got straight back onto it again. Yeah. I feel good. So, question for you, Jambo. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Do you think it's possible for some people to not ever have to track calories that want an individual that wants to lose weight? No. I don't think it's... I feel like you have to... It's just like a badge of honour. I think the thing is nobody... You're either going to have a situation where you're going to think that you're eating X amount of calories and probably not under or over and then it's going to have like a knock-on effect to other things so if you think that oh i'm actually really good i'm losing loads of weight and then all of a sudden you find out you're in a 900 calorie deficit your training all of a sudden goes haywire your social life goes haywire you know it has a knock-on effect Hmm. so potentially i think people think they can do it but it's probably more detrimental to other other factors potentially even work performance yeah what about you steph I think obviously there's going to be people out there that don't need to track, but for 98.64% of the population that need to lose weight, struggle to lose weight, you've just got to track. You've just got to make it a part of your life. Yeah. And if you're not willing to give up five, ten minutes of your day to input the food into the app, then I would question personally how much you want it. Yeah. Okay, Steph, I've got a question for you. And, uh, I'm actually going to give you my answer before you answer okay. as well. So how long do you think that someone should track to the point of where they can become intuitive mm. with their eating and they have to track less? Because yep. you don't have to track every single day for the rest of your life because nobody's going to do that. Go on, give us your answer. I think, and this is just my personal opinion, that as human beings, we work off two-week cycles our eating habits. And this is my reasoning. Hmm. In a two-week period, I reckon you'll have every meal that you will have in Um. your lifestyle. So if you actually are honest with yourself, how many different meals do you eat in a two-week period? Are we as human beings going out and cooking a different meal every day for a month? Absolutely not. Hmm. Okay. So what do you think is the optimum time for somebody to track calories before they can start to move away from 
tracking every single yeah. day. Can I just say you didn't actually give an answer, you just gave part of an answer? Uh, I, I personally think after two weeks, you can, you can start to move away from it. Wow. Mm. Okay, mine is very different to Okay, yours. this is what I want. Yeah. Controversy. So, if I'm being realistic, and obviously this is going to depend on the background of the person, mm. how their brain thinks, and all that stuff. But if I'm being perfectly honest, my, as soon as you ask that question, the number that popped to my mind mm-hmm. is a year. Interesting. Yeah. In, a year. Simply because... You need to put these habits in place, mm-hmm. and it, it comes down to more than just the tracking. It comes down to, the, to putting the habits in place. But I think I totally agree with the two-week cycle. Definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. Um, getting the recipes into your um, app and stuff yeah. takes time. Variety is also key, mm-hmm. I think. So yes, you have your set meals that you have, but most people that get into this and get into the tracking they find new recipes and they want to continue yeah. and i think i think about a year yeah, it's interesting yeah I, I, I don't think there's like a there's a right answer because so the reason i say two week it's not necessarily two weeks and then you go cold turkey on it yeah. um but after two weeks i feel like you'd have a quite a good understanding of um potentially what you're putting into your body how much you're eating um and obviously what is your active sort of repertoire of food but having said that there's always variances and it's it's not something you can just you do it for two weeks and then you know yeah. because like even us if we were very aware of what we put in our mouths now um but we still have to uh you know sometimes we will have to go and tra- back to tracking and intuitively not just putting th- food in our mouth we have to actually be aware of what we're doing and so yeah, I think our answers come from the opposite ends of the spectrum, as in, I totally agree, two weeks, then you at least know mm-hmm. roughly like what's going in, what's coming out, etc., etc. Yeah. But I'm looking from the other end of the spectrum of, look, this, if this is going to be long term, yeah. this is how long. Yeah, so I think, as and you say, no That's why you're the nutrition specialist. I like to think so. Mm. Like yeah, absolutely. So. Okay, Steph, and the next one is, now a lot of people say with, uh, tracking calories and stuff that you come obsessive with it and maybe mm. a bit addicted to it now love to hear your thoughts on this oh this is such a common mm. one like so many people do use this and obviously there's going to be the percentage of the population that do get a bit obsessive with it mm-hmm. and but in the same breath my answer to this is if you're not slightly obsessive with your numbers, with the goals, with your calorie targets, mm-hmm. do you want it enough? Again, mm. and obsessive maybe is not the right word because maybe it's a bit powerful. But at the same time, I, you've got to want it, mm-hmm. and you've got to be a little bit obsessed. Is it to the point of you're taking chicken, broccoli, and rice in a bit of Tupperware to your friend's house? No, that's no. a different obsessive. But if you're being obsessed with tracking your numbers, making sure you're inputting every single calorie that you eat into the app, yeah, of yeah. course you want to do that because, as I said earlier, you can't manage what you don't measure. Absolutely. And I think it's got a lot of uh, negative connotations attached to it, um, but it shouldn't be a negative thing either. I think it, there's no there's no uh, harm in wanting to invest into your health, which is your future. Yeah. So. And this is, I put this out in one of my emails the other day, is it's weird that health and fitness like in the when you're in the office you can you're the odd one out yeah 
Why is that a thing? Like, you're the odd one out when you're wanting to track your calories, when you're wanting to be better and lose a bit of weight. It's the the whole, if you go against the grain and then people, first they'll sort of mock you and then they ask why and then they, you know... Yeah, first first they ask why, then they ask how. Yeah, there you go. That's and you, you'd know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's something that, you know, potentially you have negative influences in your life when when you speak about tracking calories and people say oh don't be obsessive don't do this don't do that um and you have to kind of just accept that a lot of people do track their calories and and some go right down to fine science of how many uh, vitamins and minerals they're getting into their diet but you're just trying to do what's best by you to, to on your journey and it doesn't even necessarily have to be for weight loss necessarily it could be for maintenance as mm. well you know you might just want to I just like looking at numbers sometimes. I like to be really aware of what I'm eating. Like, I'm a stats and facts man, and I look at it and I go, oh, that's really interesting. Like, this week I was full of energy, and I had I had more vegetables this week, or mm. I had a lower meat intake this week, or, you know, it's just something that, you know, it doesn't have to be a taboo to be interested in your health and yeah. well-being. Yeah, I think that's another good point, is you can then go back and look and see... If you're, even if you're struggling for ideas of what to eat, you can then go back in your app and look back a yeah. month or two or three and be like, oh, oh, yeah, I remember that recipe. Oh, I liked that. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's actually something that, or my fitness pal, which is what I use to track mm. my calories. Um, there are others available. There are know. others available. I don't know. Everyone uses my fitness yeah, pal. Yeah, they do. Um, but I will save my recipes on there. I went through a stage of saving all my recipes on there. And then when I would get like a little bit like, oh, what should I cook this week? And then I'll have a look on there and I'll be like, ah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Bang. Done. And it's a great way of just tracking it and then you have it there, make it up. Yeah. Meal prep. Last thing I want to say on the obsessive thing, mm-hmm. before I forget to say it, is that we say like it's a taboo about, oh, you can't, shouldn't be obsessed with like your health mm-hmm. and fitness. But the reality is, the world we live in, we need to be more obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Because we're not obsessed with it at the moment. And look at us. Look at the state of us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I think uh, we. It's interesting that we almost have like, is we use obsess obsession as a negative word. Mm. We, it doesn't necessarily have to be. Yeah. Uh, you're thinking about your, your know, your future, your health, your. God, that's the worst thing to be obsessed with. Like, like I want crack. to be obsessed with living to a hundred years old. Yeah. What? Why is that bad? Don't know. Rather than living to sixty. No, hundred percent. I think yeah, just. Think about what you want and not what uh, negative people say in, in your life. Because we, everyone has them. Everyone. Even even my f- family or friends, I'll have people that don't understand what what I truly want. But the reality is they're not you. No, exactly. Yeah. Okay, Steph. So let's round this up. Counting calories. Talk to me. I want to hear pearls or wisdom. I want to leave here feeling <laughs> satisfied. I want you to know... That you don't have to count calories if you don't want to. But if you want to seriously be successful, then you need to at least consider it. You need to try it. Mm-hmm. If you don't try it, you don't know whether you like it or not. If you've tried it before and it didn't work, maybe you weren't in the right headspace for it. If I, and if there's anything I've learned in the last however many years that I've been doing this, counting calories works. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't... I wouldn't advise that if I thought it doesn't fit into people's lifestyles. It's not sustainable long term. This is the foundations of what works, in my opinion. 
and my my sort of final takeaway is enjoy it as well don't mm. don't see it as a negative oh i've got to count calories to lose weight enjoy it see what you're putting in into your mouth and what you're you know on a week basis all of a sudden like and then you can enjoy those things in your life where if you did want to have a mars bar or if you wanted to have a pizza wings and beer like i did last night then you can mm. you know look forward to those things it's again we've said this before on a previous podcast um like dieting or nutrition doesn't have to be a negative it, it can be sexy you can enjoy it while still being you know on the right track 100% absolutely right yeah. so Steph talk to me where can I find you you can find me predominantly on Facebook you can find me on Instagram at foodislife.nutrition on both I would highly recommend over there you sign up to my daily emails it's good it's all right. Um, website www.foodislifenutrition.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is what I'm going to leave you with today. Jambo, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram <laughs> at jambo.the.great. And that is it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you have not yet, make sure you subscribe, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, mm-hmm. whatever platform you listen on make sure you subscribe then you'll hear our next episode where you get notification for it absolutely and and give us feedback guys um if you want to follow us on social media do reach out to us um we've had a few people follow us and um you know we're sat there wondering whether they are (laughs) podcast people so if you do reach out um we are just as friendly in real life we are cool thank you thanks for tuning in guys and uh we will see you next time Bye 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 bye